Ready? <laughs> we can't let Pernell uh, uh, retaliate. I get it! <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Rhythm and Pixels, a video game music podcast. This is episode 22-3, and we're your hosts. My name is Rob Nichols. And I'm Pernell. Every week we hang out and listen to great video game music from all consoles and all generations, all the years... Um, it doesn't matter if it's for games. We're going to find it and listen to it, right? We don't care what vineyard it came from. We're going to drink it. <coughs> vineyard. It's, it's only called video games if it's from the video game province of France. That's so, right. Yeah. That's right. I only want fine quality. But I'm also okay with subpar adequate. Long as it's games. Some, some, bub- some bubbly game music. That's right. Oh, actually, that's a topic. Bubbly game bubbly music. Bubbly game music. Yeah, we should have Chris Murray on that one. But um, this week, to hang, to talk about some bubbly game music, we have a, a Rhythm and Pixels All-Star. We're going to call you that from now on. <laughs> uh, Chris. Yeah, thanks. Chris Baines from Chris Baines. Hey. Chris Baines Music, right? Just Chris Baines. Okay, Chris Baines Music. CBF. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that, huh? Um, yeah, man. It, it is. I'm happy to silence. I'm gonna put silence right there. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, I'm really happy to have you here. Yeah, it's always it's always good having you on the show. So, um, Tom, tell us, like, what what have you been up to? It's been about a about a year since we've had you on the show. Um, not much, really. Uh, I guess recently some things have happened, but um, yeah, I've been working on a uh, a game soundtrack. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a little bit smaller, but something uh, that's pretty sweet. So, uh, called Pretty Kitty Fuzzy. Okay, I and, like the name uh, already. What? I like the name already. Per per per. I just instinctively yeah, wanted yeah, to say yeah. that afterwards. It's been kind of off and on, um, development wise. There's been some hiccups. So like, this, things have been crazy, you know, obviously. But uh, it's been fun. And I also uh, I am playing in a band called the X Hunters, who have been around for a long time. They're, They're a metal fantastic. BGM yes. group. Um, and yeah, I just joined them very very recently playing <laughs> bass. And uh, yeah, they're sweet. You should check them out. They have they're on Bandcamp and. I'm not sure where, where the heck out there on iTunes or anything like that or, or Spotify, but yeah. One thing awesome. for sure, though, definitely check them out now because now that Chris is in that band, oh, it's that quality is <laughs> going to exponentially increase. So just just laying that out there. Oh yeah, yeah. Good, we'll good, see. Get we'll their see. music on Bandcamp. Sweet arrangements right? already. So yeah, they get they get a better cut out of Bandcamp, right? Um, it really depends. It's also mm. like who's distributing your music too. Like uh, you would like CD Baby or um. I can't remember the, the. There's a few others. CD Baby is just like the big one that I know off the top of my head. Yeah, I, I, I used to. Uh, won't be out in time, but I actually just realized something worth mentioning. What's that? By the time this episode will have happened tomorrow and Saturday, from what I heard, Bandcamp is giving 100 percent of the track profits to the bands if oh, you buy the stuff. That's great. That's, so, that's really good. That, so that, go buy all the X Hunters albums. Yes. Right now. <laughs> or no, sorry, this weekend. This weekend. Well, well, next last weekend we'll have to mention this on the site. Probably after the episodes are done yeah. or something. I think so I oh, yeah, you're right. We'll have to do that. Yeah, just to give people a heads up on that. I mean, I just always feel like, especially with with artists like in the, kind of the video game cover world, like I want to really support people a little bit more. And, um, you know, streaming on Spotify and stuff like that. I guess going to shows is a big thing. Um, not right now. Yeah, no, right now. Right right Bandcamp <laughs> is the way to go. Merch in Bandcamp. We're gonna do like a Twitch Twitch stream uh, show. Are you doing like? Are you are you able to uh, um, uh, to rehearse kind of um, yeah. remotely? Yeah. No. 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 We we still meet up. Um, it's crazy because yeah, I'm I'm from Baltimore. The two guys that originally are still that started the band that are still in it um, are from like Philadelphia, Jersey. Okay. And then uh, the other guitarist is from Boston. So. Ah. 
it's it's a it's a hike for all of us but yeah we, we get together like once a month and and run everything it's, it's a good deal it's cool it works that sounds great yeah. it was like honestly it's uh it's going to be interesting going forward though but hopefully you'll still be able to like pull off some good meets or like you said earlier like maybe even still be like some online rehearsals or something yeah yeah we'll see what's up like obviously yeah if things get really nuts then who the heck knows but yeah time will tell yeah so we're recording this kind of like at the beginning of the pandemic the, the global pandemic i'm gonna call it stacy con stacy con Stacy Con 2020. For, for everyone, uh, all of you uh, Simpsons, like deep cut Simpsons um, <laughs> fans, but if you've, if you've listened to our show, then you've probably heard us say it a billion times and laugh. And hey, you're like, what are they laughing about? I didn't say 2020. I would say 94 back then. Oh, 94. This, this is the real deal. <laughs> this is the real deal. Um, but we're not going to talk about so much of that today because you know what? You're home listening to podcasts, and that's what we're here for. Dang, yeah. McGubby. McGubbers. All right, so. I don't know, uh, Chris. I think you maybe came up with this topic, but we're talking it's about Gooden too. Gaiden games. These are these are games. These are side story games, like spinoff side stories. Yeah, yeah, I love that. So, um, what was there like a specific game or or like a, a series in mind that kind of made you think about this? I don't know. I was listening to one of the other shows, and I was thinking of I can't even remember like exactly <laughs> which game it was, but I was like thinking about something when I was listening to another uh, episode of the show, and that's when I was like, I hit you guys up. I was like, oh, this is a I had a cool idea. And yeah, nothing really particular, but oh, just yeah. thought it was a cool idea. That'll be fun. And right. I bumped into Chris two weeks ago. We oh, ended yeah. up doing some board gaming. Mm-hmm. I kicked their butts, by the way. So much butt was kicked. Here. So much butt was kicked. <laughs> Swing that statement around there. <laughs> eat, eat, eat your miniature pizza, okay? Hey, hey, it's delicious. <laughs> it's pizza. the tiniest pizza I've I ever seen. I can't take you seriously at all right now. <laughs> Not when you eat mini pizzas. In your hand, it looks that much smaller. <laughs> <laughs> micro pieces. This is a pizza for ants. Like, yes, actually, it's a mini baby. But like during that hangout, we baby. we reconnected. It's like, oh yeah, this topic. I just like we gotta get you on because that is a great topic, and we haven't chatted on the show in a while, so it oh, just wow. made sense. It just made perfect sense. I like that. Like miniature pieces, like mini pizzas in your face. That's right. right. I'm a girl. <laughs> so let's get started with some music. As always, we like to ask our guest to uh, bring some tracks along. Uh, do you have the list in front of you, or do you want me to... Uh, I do. All right. Which one, Which track would you like to start with? Uh, we're going to start with A King's Tale Final Fantasy XV, uh, and this is the first stage, Insomnia, by Bill Kiley. All right, let's give it a listen. <laughs>
And you're back. You're listening to Insomnia from A King's Tale, Final Fantasy 15, composed by Bill Kiley. And that's got super NES vibes all over it, but with this really rad riffing guitar. I'm just loving that she went with super, but then NES. Yes, Super NES. I'm used to hearing people either go SNES or Super Nintendo. I say Super S. Now we're talking. I'm okay. SNES. <laughs> S-Pernius. Oh, man. But no, this is very, very cool. So you've played a lot of King's Tale? I haven't played that much of it. I, I played a little... because it was a, So it was a free download, I believe, from GameStop mm. when you bought Final Fantasy XV. And I think they sold it later on for like five bucks. But it's a cool like little beat-em-up, like kind of Final Fight, Streets of Rage... Um, with all like the old like Final Fantasy 15 characters, but the music just really stood out to me. It's really well done, and I found out later that Bill Kiley has uh, did 
some of the Katana Katana Zero soundtrack. Oh, oh. I've heard great things about that. No, that's a very yeah. Cool I think he's yeah. he's one of the composers for that. I don't know if he's the main composer, but I know he did some of the music for it. But before this, like yeah, he was just like an unknown composer that I just stumbled on randomly because I thought this music was so cool. But um, yeah, no, it's a really great track and it just jumped out to me. Yeah, the I, game is fun too. It's it's a it's a fun little beat 'em up. I, uh, I wasn't expecting beat 'em up, but I guess as like when we talk about like side story games, like spinoffs, like it's usually like a different style of game, which is yeah. Well, in this cool. case, it would be a different style. Yeah, it's beat 'em up. Totally. Fifteen, I guess, is more action based than the typical Final Fantasy game, but yeah, fifteen is definitely so, not a beat 'em up. Is that the one? That's the one like with Noctis, and they're all in a Noctis, car. Noctis, yeah. Yeah, okay. I get that. Yeah, one he plays his sense. dad in this game. Oh, neat. Ooh. Yeah. And it's the King's Tale. Da- Daddy Noctis. Big Daddy Noctis. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty cool. I need to go back and play the official 15. Like, I, I, that is probably the biggest shame purchase I've ever made I almost on Ages. Because I yeah. bought it on launch. <laughs> Never opened it. And for those familiar with Final Fantasy 15, you know how, how saddening that is. Because that game has gotten so much DLC. Mm-hmm. And they released the Royal Edition. It's got a lot of Which is like everything. People love that game, man. Meanwhile, I'm sitting here with my <laughs> unopened day one base model edition. <laughs> Like yeah, <laughs> that's I what I got, man. Square. Yeah, we were talking I about got the base one. I loved it. I platinumed it. Um, I mean, it's not perfect. It's far from a perfect game, mm-hmm. but it's uh, that's like that's got a fantastic soundtrack too by Yoko Shimomura. Um, great, great soundtrack. But yeah, I thought the game itself was like it was okay. It was like it was fun. But the, the second half of the game, you could just see where they like they're like okay, we got to ship this game. Like, <laughs> oh, I put a put a Zeno gears on it. Yeah, basically, <laughs> that's oh, a good uh, that's a good uh, comparison actually. I almost um, downloaded it because uh, the other day I was like I was looking for games to play because uh-huh. um, Christy was like reading and she's like hey why don't you play a game I was like okay and I was, so I, I that's when I down, that's when I got uh, the the PlayStation subscription service and I was like oh control and then I I downloaded um the uh, the Goose game because um, so I've always wanted to try. Wonder that. if I should invoke the same clause but, I throw on the board game clause like you can't play it if I have it because then <laughs> then I'll never play my own because you played it. But the Goose game? No, no. Well, the Goose game would technically count because I have that too. Oh, but oh, control. control. Oh yeah, but no, because like um, I almost got Final Fantasy 15 because I'm like you know what it's, I've wanted to get into an RPG. I haven't played an RPG in so long, and I love all the music. And... But what if it's not like that other one? Oh, um, the other the other one I won't talk about because I have a sign in front of me. Red. <laughs> I tried. I tried. <laughs> you can bring it up. It's much more action too. I mean, it's it's RPG. It's open world RPG, but it's way way more emphasis on the action okay. uh, for fifteen. There's that weird like warp sword thing you can do where you can like yeah. launch it and then teleport to it. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not. I, I was. I'm not as into the the action. RPGs because of the game that will not be named. I'm curious. I'm really into wait mode. I'm talking about Final Fantasy X. Well, that, oh. I won't hold that against you because Chris didn't know. I won't. So to give you some context and also for people who are on our Facebook, uh, one of our listeners made a hilarious joke. Listener Chris Murray posted in Rhythm and Pixels chat that this sign needs to be hanging somewhere in the Rhythm and Pixel studio. And it was like one of those like calendars, like people rip like 15 days until Christmas, but it was like X number of days since Rob has mentioned Final Fantasy 10 on the show. <laughs> and uh, of course it was pretty freaking funny because Rob mentions it a lot on the show. And yeah. for good reason, he loves the game. So of course, so of course the follow-up was oh, is there that headphones. Okay. Yeah, I'm good. Okay. Um, the thought was like, hey, Pernell. I, well, I, I said this. Like, what would be the version of this for me? What can I not mention on the show? These don't count because we're just giving the listeners context. Uh, 
for me to suggest it was Shin Megami Tensei anything I can't say. Or I can't bring up, or uh, so much that once no. I do, the ticker comes down. I don't know. What about Ease, man? I feel like Ease is... Oh, no, I didn't suggest it. Someone else suggested it. And I'm, I'm glad say, I didn't uh, say Ease, okay. because I love Ease, too. I'm going to say, uh, day, uh, so many days since you've made a bad pun. That's not happening. Yeah. That ain't happening. I think if you gotta, we got to like start tracking. <laughs> that would not even be enjoyable. The listeners would suffer. <laughs> Every episode. The listeners would suffer. Right, well, let's, keep, let's keep the show rolling. Pranel, what's your first track going to be? Well, my first track of the guy I was trying to come up with a bad pun right there but it has to be organic organic all right I'm gonna pick a track <laughs> organic that, got it <laughs> has to be a track that I actually been meaning to play on the show for a while and I'm surprised I didn't pick it mm. but I did pick a track from this game in the past funny enough it was on another episode with Chris so it was coincidental there yeah um, but this comes from the game air Zunk, and the track is titled rockin stadium for the Turbo Graphics 16, composed by Daisuke Morishima and Hisashi Matsushita. That's a lot of Shita. or Pockin, depending on where you're from. Stadium, from the game Airzonk, from the Turbo Graphics 16 Masterpiece Game Console System, composed by Daisuke Morishima and Hisashi Matsushita. That's a lot of Shida. I, just, I had to say it. I'm, pun, <laughs> I'm punning up. Um, I am surprised. No, I'm sure there's a reason, but I'm surprised I didn't pick this track on the previous time I brought up Airzonk, because though that other track was really slick, this has always been my favorite track in the overall game, just by memory, because I remember first unlocking this or getting to this level mm-hmm. and enjoying the fact that you're just like flying through a stadium fighting like those guys. Like they're basically like little caveman people with like Pac-Man ghost masks on, yeah, Air- and they're like so playing weird, soccer. Man. It's so weird. The um, what? How how does Airzonk fit into the the the? It's Bonk, right? It's a spinoff of Bonk, but it 
doesn't really involve Bunk. It's just they said, what if Bunk were a futuristic cyborg and he was named Zonk instead? <laughs> it's such a weird game. But yeah, I was going to ask the same question. King... I was so confused. Because the, the boss is still King Drool. The boss is still King Drool, and uh, he just happens to have two cyborg Bonk-looking guys <laughs> working with him. It's very weird, but very fantastic. And you fuse with a cow, and you shoot milk out of milk glass cannons. Bonk games are so weird. They're so. Yeah. I, have you played? They have any, great music, though. Yeah. Have you played any of the original Bonk games, Chris? Yeah, my buddy had a TurboGrafx-16. I never owned them, but my buddy had one when I was a kid, and I used to go over his house and play Bonk all the time. And I love those games. They were a lot of fun. Yeah, Big really... giant sprites for the time. Oh, I know, right? That's it's so interesting. Yeah, yeah. Airzonk was like, okay, it's weird. Let's make it extra weird and like yeah. make make him like a weird robot. But like, all like, the weapons are based off of appendages and body parts. That's so crazy. That's why I love Japanese games because <laughs> they just embrace it. Yeah, actually, that's a funny thing you mentioned because yeah. like I was talking to uh, I love like, he gets he gets mentioned twice on the show. I was talking to Chris Murray about like a game that we were both mutually owners of, and we both had different takes on a specific aspect of this game that aspect being silly weapons mm. like i'm always of the type where i'm okay with seriousness in my games from time to time because there's a there's a there's a place for levity and all that but i love silly stuff i like games where they say you know i'm just going to let you beat guys with a giant fish <laughs> because the stinkier the better too by the way it's just there's just something fun about someone getting down with a pen and paper saying what can we put in this game to make it fun i know wacky weapons you use headphones to blast sounds when you're listening to cool music. Yeah. You, let, you emit a sound boost on radius. Like, oh man, that's like my favorite. That's why I love Enter the Gungeon because they got they just they just kept adding more and more weird stuff. Like at one point, you actually get a T-shirt cannon, and it does no damage. It just like pushes people, <laughs> just pushes the enemies around. Fun fact, Rob. That's awesome. You know what that's a reference to? The Simpsons. That's right. Yes. <laughs> um, there's a, but there's other ones too. There's like a, a barrel, and you shoot the barrel, and just fish come out. And just slap all the enemies. I thought I was about to say it rolls. Like, is it do? Does it do a barrel roll? Um, no, but there's, oh, yes, there's one that, like there's there's one that's actually the Nintendo D pad, and it just shoots in four directions. You just run around with a giant D pad, and it just keeps shooting all over the place. And there's another one I think that it fires so, like the alphabet. Yes, yeah. It, there's like the, it's a letter R, and it shoots the alphabet. And there's oh, there's so many weird things. There's there's um. Uh, there's at the actual devolver gun. Mm-hmm. Like when you shoot enemies, it devolves them into like lesser versions of the enemies until they become just a pixel. Oh, that's awesome! I find that so annoying because like you, you want them to die. Instead yeah, you just... want you want to get rid of them and not turn them into something you're not expecting, um, which is kind of interesting. But yeah, I, I, I love everything they've done with that. game. Herodius is my my crazy yes. weird game of choice. I wanted to do something from that for this episode, but I just I couldn't justify it. I don't know. Stuff, but Pro- I love Herodius. I have like all I've. The, own the entire collection. We Pro- never got an English Parodius, did we? I know we got no. Ultimatius, excellent. Never. But no Parodius. The Parodius is kind of like a spinoff of Gradius. I think that would it work. Is, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's absolutely a spinoff. Yeah. You could be a you could be a casino girl, an octopus. Mm-hmm. You could be oh, the penguin. penguin. Pen pen. Penguin. Yeah. You could be a guy. In a, it could be a, a paper airplane. <laughs> oh, that's right. There's a guy that's on the plane too. Yeah, right? a little stick figure guy. <laughs> Freaking, I, man, that was a great cool concert. These games are awesome. See, and that's why wacky games are cool, because think about it. When you're discussing games, like, just, it's one thing to be, like, intense when you're discussing games, like, just the narrative and other <laughs> But when you're just talking about random games, what tends to hit you and stand out more? In this game, you are a person whose kingdom was ransacked. You run away, you meet a girl, and together you 
save the empire. Now, Versus in this game, you get a giant lollipop, right? You're the candy king, and you are whacking cavity crunchers across the face with sugar. Now, you are King Tomato in the Solid Kingdom. <laughs> I would play that gateway. Yeah. It's real. It is Princess real. Tomato. Princess Tomato. Princess Tomato. Goal. And it is a, the sequel is King Tomato. It's hardcore <laughs> RPG. Yeah. <laughs> So this, the sequel is A King's Tale, God, I Princess wish. Tomato. <laughs> a King's Tomato. A King's Tomato. Sun-dried edition. It's ketchup. It's just ketchup. Uh, <laughs> oh, crap. Yeah, it just doesn't end well. All right, I'm going to start. My first uh, track is going to come from a Game Gear game. And um, I don't want this one. I'm going to go with this one. I chose a few, and I wasn't sure which ones to go with. But this is from uh, Tales Adventure, the Sega Game Gear. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tales had two spinoff games. On the Game Gear, which I didn't know about. Well, he had two tails. So, I mean, well, yeah, it was two. He spun. He spun two tails. Oh, you bring gotcha, the puns gotcha. now. This was uh, composed by Kojiro Mikusa, and this is Poly Mountain Track One from Tales Adventure. So let's get that Master System uh, uh, sound chip going. Mountain 1 from Tales Adventure for the Sega Game Gear composed by Kojiro Mekusa. And yeah, I love I love the sound of the Game Gear and the Master System. It's got it, it's still I think it's still three I think it's yeah, it's still three um, uh, channels of sound and one uh, noise channel, but it's all square waves. So it has like a really pure tone to it. I don't think there's a whole lot of um, duty cycles or or, or, or or changes they can do with the um, I'm sorry, pulse width modulation they can do with the square waves. So it's always like a very like, I don't know, it's a very pure square wave sound. And so when they do these harmonies, it's just, it's so, I don't know, man. I get this nostalgic feeling every time I hear the Master System and every time I hear the Game Gear. And the, it's just um, nice, it's nice hearing something from the Game Gear. You don't hear yeah. a lot from it because I feel like it just didn't, it wasn't, didn't resonate with a lot of people, but there's yeah, a lot of good stuff on there. One, there's a lot of good stuff. There's like, a, a lot of it didn't like really take off in America. I mean, really, like, I don't know how long you could play on that thing with the batteries. It just ate through. Yeah. And didn't it take like yeah. six of them? Yeah, I think it was six. It must have been a heavy device. Um, you had to have that thing plugged in. Listener Anthony <laughs> loved the Game Gear. He'll oh, yeah. talk your head off about the thing. He's like, no, cool. no, Perna, you're stupid. There's, Game Gear was better than the there's Game Boy. There's, there's, a, there's a Shining Force uh, um, spinoff that was on it. Yeah, it ended up getting released on Sega CD eventually. Okay, yeah. But um, the fact that it was on the Game Gear originally made it for a nice, attractive product to have on there. It's some really cool music. I, I love the way the um, the drums sound like with, with, the, with the noise channel on the system. Because it always sounds like a beatbox. Something about like the shuffly quality of it. Maybe like the uh, the processor couldn't keep up with it. So I gotta tell you, it I'm sounds all about like a shuffly quality. Yeah, it's the shuffle. 
It's the Shuffle Master System beatbox. I love oh, it. Oh, I dig it. Yeah. I dig it. I feel like this Shuffle and this Shuffle deserve all the same privileges. <laughs> And I'll stand for nothing less. Right. You gotta. It's like 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 two tails on the same fox. Two tails on the microphone. <laughs> two tails <laughs> with the microphones. Um. So, um, tails. Sonic the Hedgehog just was had a movie. Was tails in the movie? I didn't see it. Well, don't want to say, and I don't want to say because I know it. Is it a spoiler but because he gets it. killed? I mean, like that's okay. Crap! Thanks, it. Rob. Way to spoil <laughs> it. Nah, no, I haven't even seen the movie yet, so I can't talk, and I'm oh, kind of okay. saddened that. How about you? I Chris? talked a lot of smack about going to see it. And I just never had a chance to. Uh, well, I mean, now uh, maybe we'll stream it if it's available. That's a good because we can't exactly go to the theater. But the Sonic movie? Yeah. yeah. Have, you, have you seen that thing? No, I I kind of want to. I hear it's not terrible. Yeah, right. It's. Yeah. It's, it looks neat. I'm intrigued. I mean, it looks cool now. <laughs> <laughs> I was uh, I was I was happy about that. I was actually seeing people that were like, "It didn't need that that edit that update." I was like, "Yes, oh, it did. Yes, it, it did. really did. It no. totally did." Half half the reason I loved the Pokemon movie was because of how the Pokemon looked. Yeah, they yeah. were so cute. Imagine if they were great. all done by like someone who didn't give a hoots magoot about what Pokemon <laughs> were and just like threw a bunch of crap on the screen for a profit. Or or they chose all like these weird Pokemon that would be on there, like like, like it was like Tongue. Like, it would be oh, yeah. Licky Tom. Who's on there? Who's in there? But I mean, like, if, it was, if there were, like, no cute cute ones, if there was no Pikachu, I mean, if there was, I, guess, I mean, he's, his name Imagine was, if it was called Detective Licky Tom. <laughs> Detective Licky That'd be way better. Yes, it would. Yeah. I would have paid twice to see that movie. Yeah. yeah. That's a different movie. <laughs> much different movie. Much uh, better movie. Or, like, um, uh, what's Detective that? Magnezone. Ma- Ma- Machamp. Detective Machamp, he's just going around Detective punching Machamp everybody. Just beating everybody up. He's this weird, muscly, all, like, weird gray skin. You Tell know? me where the girl is. Where's, where'd you keep her? Where are you keeping her? Yeah, that'd be a quick movie. <laughs> <laughs> we just stare through the tail. It'd be gritty. It'd be like one of those, like, hard-boiled, like, detective things. Then you have Detective Mr. Mime, and it would just be like a silent film. It's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That would be pretty cool. Detective Side Duck, it would be like a, just a bunch of puzzles. <laughs> It'd be a very confusing movie. You'd see him like, what the heck did I just watch? No, it'd be like Memento. It would just run backwards. <laughs> backwards, Detective Side Yes. And then, um, oh, oh, and then the Detective Snorlax is just like a YouTube ASMR video Ooh. of just him sleeping. <laughs> and oh, I like that. <laughs> video about game it. music you can sleep to. From Pokemon it. music you can sleep to. You about it. Chris, you got to watch it. We're going to make this movie. <laughs> Detective <laughs> Snorlax. Where we, no, yeah, all of our Patreon money is going into Detective Snorlax. From no, now. man. I want Detective Look at Tongue. That's, <laughs> you, you guys had it the first time. I'm sorry. So. <laughs> all right. So we're back around to you, Chris. What is your second track for the night? All right. My second track is from Hardcore Uprising. Uh, yes. And this is stage one. And the track is by Daisuke Ishibatari. Yes. Yes. I'm saying yes because it's awesome. It is awesome.
You're listening to Stage One from Hardcore Uprising, which is a spinoff of Contra, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, Correct. from uh, it's actually a spinoff of a spinoff. Spinoff of a spinoff, but anyway, it's composed and performed and destroyed by Daisuke Ishiwatari. the man. But it's a myth. It was a, it was, a, it was, it's a guy, it's a gaiden <laughs> of a gaiden. Pretty much, because I don't believe this has anything to do with hardcore and hard. Actually, for the record, I gotta mention this. So, our friend oh, and listener right. Matt, there was, a, there was a hardcore for the Genesis, right? Our friend yeah. and yeah. listener Matt, I don't know why I gotta make that. Listen to the show. He's been yeah. on, he's been listening and on the show since like day one, right? And he, I gotta say, because it's hilarious. He reached out to me. We were just talking like a week or two ago. And he's like, I've been holding this in for so long, Pernell, but I gotta say it now. You've been calling it corpse for years. Because <laughs> we used to play it back when this first came out. And he's like, I, I never, I felt like I can't, I couldn't correct you because I feel like it's a bit overcome. But I got to say it, man, it's core. It's core. It's not corpse. <laughs> Stop calling it hard corpse. <laughs> I was like, you, okay. You know, you know, you're good friends when you can say, when you can tell someone like, hey, man, it's okay. I'm not going to be that guy, but. I thought it was one of my it's one of my favorite memories in the last like couple of months by far. I was like, you gotta be kidding me, seriously! I thank you for telling me. Is that why this you made a- that post? Like, you know, sometimes I learn words by just reading them and not saying them out loud. Yeah, actually, I think that is what <laughs> triggered it. <laughs> oh, but so, yeah, this, game, this track is awesome. Yeah, okay. First of all, back to the music. I got sorry. I got. I'm just gonna gush on this track for a while. This <laughs> yeah. is this is in my top five game soundtracks of all time. This is easily maybe top three. Um. It's just one of the best soundtracks ever. Like, listen to the whole soundtrack. Like, do yourself a favor, go download it if you like, you know, rock metal, anything like that. If you like the Guilty Gear soundtracks, Blaze Blue, just listen to the whole soundtrack because I think it's even better than all those soundtracks. So I concur. Uh, I, wow. It's and the game is awesome too. It's like Contra with RPG elements and co-op. So you level up, you can get new abilities, you can unlock new characters, you can like go to a shop and buy different things and level up like the weapons as you play through the game. It's like kind of like, almost like a roguelike in a sense mm-hmm. in like terms of, like how you like, can level up your things. You just get better and better equipment as you play it over and over again. And uh, I got to give a shout out to my man, JJ, down in North Carolina, who uh, was uh, rolling through this game with me quite a few times. Though worth mentioning for those who are, hard, are straight up purists for Contra, there is an arcade mode that will beat you over the head with a wet shovel. If yes. You need to have that Ooh. treatment done to you. But this <laughs> is one of those you. cases where the upgrade system, despite making the game easier, in my opinion, makes it more fun too. Because, hmm. like yeah. Chris said, you your character gets actually better. Like I used the character, I think by the end she got like four dashes, and that, like four air dashes. So I made some it of the like dodging in there like, around the level. Yeah. yeah, it was amazing. But like I actually almost picked from this game, but saw that Chris did and was like, "This accounted for. <laughs> I could pick something else because." You should have picked from this game. I I would have loved to play another track. It's that good. Oh, I agree. But that's why I'm mentioning it now to show that the love was there. But it's known that if if you didn't pick this, I would have probably picked like stage two, the jungle theme. Stage two, that's a sweet one, yeah. So we we, our very first episode of Rhythm and Pixels was Contra. Mm -hmm. And that was back when our original format was we would... We would each pick a game, and then we would each pick a song from the same game. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't, we didn't—we just didn't do that anymore um, because if I felt like we weren't getting enough like games represented on the show. And you gotta admit, though, this is—I feel like this format is, ends up being better in a way because we get some weird, yeah, I dialogue, think so. some weird Here dialogue. We go, yeah, weird episode games. one one. Look how young we are. I was still <laughs> bald. though. Look at that mustache. I was still bald. <laughs> so we played from Hardcore Uprising, the final boss music. Mm. Yeah. yeah, that track is banger too. And I remember this. Yeah. I you probably remember how that's that's on my workout. 
that's on my workout playlist for nice. sure. That last <laughs> final boss track. Mm, yeah. Didn't it feel great to fight him though? You're, I'm, I'm pretty much doing that episode recap right there. Like, <laughs> you're falling from the sky. You're like dashing to keep from falling off the screen. Yeah, while it's he's so good. You. That last boss fight is one of the best in any game. I concur. That game is so overlooked. It's it just breaks my heart that nobody like remembers and talks about that game. It's why and limited then, run games need to get off their butt and put that on physical media. Yeah, I, right. I oh. would buy that. I would legitimately. Oh, yeah. Well, it needs to get ported first, I think. But I believe they Switch they, version. God, give it to me. Yeah. Oh, jeez, I'd buy the Living Daylight Side. Yeah, they the put Switch. anything on the Switch. You're like perfect. Well, yes, because it is the I mean, perfect anything. system for this. <laughs> like people talk trash about the Switch a lot. I've seen it, but at the end of the day. Bang for buck! If a game's coming out on every system, I'm getting it on the Switch unless there's a severe yeah. performance deficiency on there. But if it's just here's your game, it's fun. You're not making any real compromises. It's getting on my Switch. I'm out of memory on the Switch. <laughs> I got a 400 gig card. I'm out of space. Yeah. Don't talk smack about the Switch. Talk smack about Pernell. Don't you do that either. <laughs> but but at the same time, you know what? I'll take hits for the Switch. I'll back the Switch. No. Back that switch step, up. Step back, switch. I got this, baby. Back, back that switch up. All right. Uh, <laughs> all right, for now, what's your second track? All right. This one is from a game that I've actually never played, but this topic led me to want to finally listen to the music in it, and I was shocked by how good it was. There's reasons why I didn't play this game. Because, oh, God. But this track comes from the game Lunar Dragon Song, and the track title is Dogfight, composed by... The Lunar team, but Rob put in parentheses, not Noriyuki Iwadori. Right. <laughs> Everywhere listed for this game, the the only um, composer listed is the is the Lunar team. Um, but in a write-up, I think it was on Hardcore Gaming 101, they said that like the, the soundtrack's okay, there's some like hits in there, but it's not like the other games because Noriyuki Iwadari is nowhere on there. Ah, uh, that and does I'm make like, sense. okay, so that narrows it down to anybody else. <laughs> <laughs> I do like that. This is are we listening to music right now? Uh, no, no, no. But we're oh, gonna. Sorry, <laughs> it's okay. You're ruining the show now. <laughs> <laughs> I had to step away for two seconds. That's no, fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah, we're gonna listen to Dogfight from Lunar Dragon Song. Oh yeah. Welcome back. You're listening to Dogfight from the game Lunar Dragon Song, composed by the Lunar Sound Team, but not Noriyuki Iwadari. <laughs> right. So That's all I got. I have never played this game because everything oh. I read about it when it came out was unfortunate, razzmatazz, bad Magoo news, and 
the time has not done it any favors. Like, I was looking about information on it recently to see if there was that guy that would come out. You know how it goes. Over the years, someone comes to appreciate what was missed out on before. Mm-hmm. No, this game did not get that. Yeah, there's, 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 a, couple, there's a couple hated. Final Fantasies, ones that, one, the ones that are uh, below 11 but above 9. Oh, mercy. That people go back and enjoy. Oh, that's, yeah, that is true. <laughs> that is You sly devil. That's <laughs> what you did there. I like that. But, uh, yeah, it's like people will play these games and usually they'll find something to like later, but in this case, nah, it still is pretty vehemently disliked. But the OST gets a genuine bit of love, and it gets that love because it deserves it. This music is actually, I'm not going to call it, sit there and say that it deserves awards or anything, but it's its good music, and I like this track quite a bit. Yeah, it has a Purnell quality to it. Like, it's, it, it yeah. It's Definitely. Pretty. It has that breakdown, that halftime breakdown is, mwah. Yeah. It gives me the impression that this is like a clutch battle theme. Because like, like yeah. sort of like how in Grandia, if you got back battle or got attacked from behind, the music was like very more mm-hmm. frantic pace. Or in a game where you the music will change when your party's about to die or something. Right, right, right. Where like I feel like like when you when you go into these fights, sometimes like they end they might end quickly, mm-hmm. and then sometimes if, it, if the battle takes a, just a little bit longer, you get to that breakdown in the track, the yes. little halftime drums, mm-hmm. and you're like, "Ooh, now it's getting serious." Yes, it is. Now yeah. you guys described this in a specific way earlier. <laughs> <laughs> Rob described it. I agreed with him. Well, well, first we were like, "This sounds a lot like it has a zombies ate my neighbors feel to it," and then you were trying to describe what genre that was, <laughs> and I said it's. Scooby-Doo chase music. <laughs> and then you both were like, it's so true, it's so true. Parnell loves Scooby-Doo well, chase music. Here's the, here's the rub no, there. No, no, no. One, one time, you gave me a mix CD way back, way back when we were working at TU together, and I was listening to it, and Christy says, does Parnell just listen to high-speed Japanese circus music? <laughs> and I was like, yeah. He really oh, does. Man. I think so. And here's the thing, though. Here's the funniest thing of all. You were like, this sounds like Scooby-Doo chase music, and Parnell loves Scooby-Doo chase music. But you were saying it jokingly. But what you don't know is that I really do love Scooby-Doo chase music, and I have been known to cycle Scooby-Doo chase music. I know <laughs> lyrics to a lot of oh, Scooby-Doo right. chase music. Some of them actually had like, they were like, they were like pop songs, or like, or like kind of fakey pop songs. Do you remember that, Chris? It was like, what? The, like, the old 70s Scooby-Doo had sometimes it was like fake tracks, but then when the pup name Scooby-Doo came out, oh. they maintained their tradition and they had like made up songs written for each episode oh, of the show. Fu- that's funny. I, I remember. do remember that. Yeah, pup, pup named Scooby-Doo is kind of our era. I remember that. Yeah, when we were yeah. kids, it was like, so basically, it, that's one of those rare shows. As so that, that was the period where everything was like, well, how do we make a new show? Take an old show and make them children. Yeah, make them make them have kids, and then we'll have I a show. But that. Those are Guidance. Guidance <laughs> <laughs> show. The Fred Flintstone side story. <laughs> but like now, it's funny that we mentioned that too, because I think, if I remember correctly, though, there's a Scooby-Doo movie that's on the horizon that is that vibe again where it's like what were they like before they became the Mysteries Inc so they're all kids again oh oh Scooby. I saw that in the yeah I want to see the My Hero Academia movie and I, that was the preview before it was, was that and is I it, want wait, it is I a li- want is it, it is it live action no it's animated oh okay animated, yeah I wouldn't want that live action man it, Scooby-Doo a lot of it makes Scooby-Doo great though a lot of came from pup named Scooby-Doo is the wild takes who was in what? the live action? It was, was uh, Freddie Freddy Prince, Prince Jr. Jr. and Matt. Sarah Michelle Geller. Sarah Michelle Geller. Oh, yes. Yes. But Freddie Prince Jr. is always he's always playing a role alongside somebody else. Hold on, it's um, probably Sarah Michelle Geller. No, no, Shaggy. Who played Shaggy? Um, Shaggy. Oh, Wolfman. the one guy from all those late 
Early 2000s movies. Oh, I, I love him. Yeah, Shaggy uh, Prince Jr. Matt Lillard. <laughs> what is his name? Matt Lillard. Matt Miller, okay. No, I, no, Lil Lillard. He's most, mo- yeah, most movies from like the 90s and early 2000s with Freddie Prince Jr., he's in there somewhere. Like, I don't know what was going on. Like, maybe they were buddies. Yeah, I will say, though, that as a live action, he was the perfect Shaggy, though. He was very good. Oh, yeah, Shaggy. he looks just like him. Like, here. So, uh, there's all. Remember, um, they said, like, they wanted to have Shaggy and Smash Brothers, and there's all these weird pictures of, like, I missed that being beefed out. <laughs> I like, forgot like, about that. Shaggy. I genuinely missed that meme. <laughs> I don't even know why someone came up with it, but it did make me finally watch the movie where he was beating up all the freaking bikers <laughs> because it was a good movie. Oh, it was an anime movie they did where, uh, he gets hypnotized, and he stops being. A, whenever he hears a, spe- a special word, he stops being afraid, and he becomes brave. Mm. And he starts doing all this crazy stuff because I can't remember how true this is. I know I read this somewhere, but apparently they, the claim was that Shaggy was originally in the military at one point. So he has like light <laughs> military training. <laughs> what in the world? <laughs> yes, like, he like, has. He I'm has. Just, I'm just listening. I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, what? This is no. the official Scooby Doo podcast. This is Scooby Doo lore, man. He has. <laughs> get deep into it. This is the third time today I talked about Scooby Doo. <laughs> <laughs> is it? That's yes. a problem, well, man. We talk about Scooby Doo. We talked about Scooby Natural earlier today. Oh right, the Supernatural Scooby. That was good. That was real good. And earlier than that, I was talking about, you know, present day events. And I was mentioning, like, jokingly, like, how what we need is the Scooby-Doo mystery gang to get on this and solve the crime. All right, Pernell. Should I go Super Nintendo or PlayStation for my last track? I got to say, I like the retro-y stuff. Go Super Nintendo. Yeah, go Super Nintendo. Yeah, yeah, okay. Probably a lot of listeners like, what? Pernell never does that. But I do. (laughs) But we're doing it this time because you know what the PlayStation track's from. (laughs) I don't, but now I'm about to cheat and find <laughs> yeah, out. Yeah, you should cheat and find out. But anyway, this is from the te- the game uh, Tetris Battle Gaiden for the Super Nintendo. Um, this was produced by Bulletproof Software, which had some ama- an amazing sound team uh, for the Super Nintendo. This track is called A Pompous Opponent, and the composer is Tomoyuki Hamada. We're listening to a pompous opponent from Tetris Battle Gaiden for the Super Nintendo. That was composed by Tomoyuki Hamada. That guy doesn't sound all that pompous at all. He usually sounds very relaxed and chill. But it was produced by Bulletproof Software. That's there. That explains. Yeah, that's where it's all coming from. So yeah, a Tetris Battle Gaiden was um, not released in North America, Um, but it was it was thought more like a Puyo Puyo game where you're kind of like fighting other opponents throughout while while you're playing. Oh. and, uh, have won- you played it? No, I just watched some playthroughs of it. Oh, okay. Um, but it was—it's really interesting. It's like—it's like what if Tetris was just all battles? What and if what, Tetris and they added was a girl? Some, what if Tetris was? <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it, <laughs> but I'm just making me laugh anyway. <laughs> like I'm like, yeah. that was perfect. Then. <laughs> you got the L block, you got the T block, you got the girl block. <laughs> 
Boy block. <laughs> boy block. I don't know. Um, but yeah, there's there's extra puzzle elements where you can like um, smash. Like it's got like a like a like a like a bomb piece like attached to some of them, and it, it can explode them. There's extra mechanics in, into like into like the battle. Hmm. But there's like a weird story, and it's like a there's like a world map, and all this crazy stuff going on in Japanese that I can't read. I like the sound of that. Actually. But uh, but the music yeah. is really cool. Again, bulletproof software. Um, they produced uh, Shiotoku Battles like one through three, which are like these drift racing games um, on the Super Nintendo. They're they're kind of the precursors to like Tokyo Racer Extreme or whatever, and like Initial D and stuff like that. And then um, the soundtracks are just so good. Like they're the the sound team they have is just they just really know how to do stuff with a Super Nintendo. So you want to work that magic. Yeah. So when I see BPS on a Super Nintendo game, I'm like, I want to listen to it. I want to know what's going on. <laughs> It's a good track. Uh, thanks. Yeah, I, I like. What if it just I refers like to beats per second? Uh, it it should. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, we were oh, so we were making that joke. It was like CBM uh, Chris Bain's music, and um, and in Wilmington there was a, a, a punk band in the '90s that was like really big in like in Wilmington, mm-hmm. um, and they used to all hang out. Remember the Golden? Not going out. The um at the Ranch House. Yeah. That, that old that old uh, old place on 202. They used to hang out there and drink coffee, but they were called the CMB, which was the corporate music B words. Oh wow! Yeah, <laughs> and they were, they got they got pretty big. They did really B really words. Big. Are they were they literally called B words? No, they, they were the corporate music biscuits. <laughs> corporate <laughs> okay. music B words. Um, that would have been way better if they had said just B words. Like okay. literally words. I remember they had um they had they had a uh, an album and it was a forty five. It was really, really short, and, but it had like 10 songs on it, even though it was like this tiny little record. That's 90s punk, man. That's uh, all this song. Yeah, if, it, if your song was over a minute long, you weren't Go to make a sandwich. Go to make a sandwich. Are you hungry? Go to make a sandwich. Go to spread that butter it on was top. Just That's like the that. They were like writing Done. songs to like their girlfriends. Like one was called Girl, I Like Girls With Braces, and it was just like, I like girls with braces. Yeah. And like that was this whole song. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, that's nice. Different time. Different time. Different time. When music was two seconds long. When, when music was real music <laughs> and only 30 seconds of like yelling. As ever, my mother, that's like, that, that's like what was, I got to look that band up again, that weird Nintendo fan band called like 14 year old girls, I think it was called. <laughs> what? And they were like that too. It was like, it was a punk band that was like wacky punk. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if they were all about, no, they weren't all about Nintendo, but they had that one song for Nintendo. And it was like just about the Nintendo hotline. It was like, I can't beat this. What? Oh no! Two five five three seven oh oh. No, we listened to that. Go on and talk to Nintendo. Two five five. Please play that. Can we insert that in right now? That's going to be part of our bonus round. <laughs> okay, good. It's got to be. It's got to be. Ring, 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 Nintendo speaking. It's going to be the dog barking song from Silent Hill or whatever. Oh, God. <laughs> um, no, yeah. Uh, so, I mean. Like I wasn't like really really into punk music at that time, but like I had a lot of friends that were. Did you listen to a lot of punk, Chris, or, or no? Uh like AFI was about the furthest I got into punk. Honestly, yeah. you consider that? I guess they were kind of punk at one point, and they kind of turned more pop punk. I don't know. Yeah, pop punk was a big thing too. It yeah, I'm like a big of fan the, of pop. Punk. The logical like progression, right? Yeah. I, I feel like I can't remember any particular punk aside from the aforementioned band, but I know I liked punk. With the, the weird Nintendo song? Yeah. That's probably why they were so memorable to me, because of the Nintendo song. But, uh, yeah, I I like punk in general. And there's a number of tracks I'm sure if I heard them, like, oh, man, that's this song where it's like, yugga, yugga, yugga. But uh, for the most part, I just can't remember any off the top of my head. Uh, um, Operation I like live Heavy. punk. I don't, I don't like listening to punk music 
on albums as much. I like mm. listening to to live punk, like, like going to a show and, and hearing it live. But then oh, you yeah, walk yeah, out yeah. covered in saliva and like <laughs> blood the, vessels. It's all energy, man. That's what punk is. Punk is just pure energy. energy. That is true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's a good way. Um, you know what else has a lot of energy? The bonus round. Bonus round. I start up the uh, the Pernell engine there. Um, that was also the, the best segue in the world. Uh, the bonus round is where we play covers and remixes and arrangements on our theme. And our theme this week is all about Gaiden. Not just the ninja Gaiden, but other side stories. Oh, I'm gonna call this Gaiden <laughs> and other stories. Or <laughs> Ninja Gaiden isn't actually a Gaiden. That's right. I still it, wonder why it has that name, considering that. Mm. I feel because it's like you're a ninja, but you're doing non non ninja things. You're like, doing a side job. You're doing a side job. It's <laughs> <laughs> a hustle. Um, all right, Chris, what you got for us now? All right. Well, my first track, or I guess the first track, my only track <laughs> for the bonus round is. Uh, Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine, and this is the Versus theme, and it is covered by Toxic Eternity. Oh, we're All in right. for a treat. That All guy right. kills it. And a good, good, uh, good game pick, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We listened to um, the Versus theme cover from Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine. And that was covered by Toxic Eternity. 
And we just talked about Poyo Poyo and puzzle games the whole time. Chris made magical a magical drop. And <laughs> yeah. magical drop, yes. Like, masterful pick. Chris did just challenge me on yeah. the show proper. Throwing down the gauntlet. That's right. Let's go. Let's my, my go. My knuckles are cracking over here. We're going to talk about, we're going to play Poyo versus. We're going to play magical drop versus. Oh. And maybe a little devil dice, too. Is there is there a magical drop like uh, um, like 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 in the Neo Geo classics? Like, you can download Switch. and play? There's one on the Switch. Switch. I just don't know if it has online player now, but we can look into it. It does not. It does not. Ah, Butterballs. Well, there's going to be a way. I was so excited when I saw it, and then I saw no online play, and I was like, ah. But I still, you know. Buy it and play it all the time, anyways. Don't worry, it's gonna happen. And when it does, it's not the same as the arcade, though, man. It's not the same. I agree, but at the same time, like it's better on our wrists. I mean, we're not we're not spring chickens anymore. <laughs> no, I mean, like I'm 72 little... and you're like 32. You're not like the purist where it's like, no, the, it's not it's not magical drop unless I've injured myself somehow. That is true. <laughs> it's like track and field, which I did re- recently watch again. Oh, the, the other track and field game. We play track and field arm wrestling versus that uh. game is pain on top of pain. <laughs> And you have no indication of if you're winning or losing. I know. It's just like, are you hitting the button fast enough? We, I don't know. You'll know when you lose. I feel like the game is just choosing someone to win at random. <laughs> <laughs> that would be me. You're like, oh, I'm just, I'm just hitting the button faster just to see a guy like, like squish his face. I'm like, I'm arm wrestling. I got, I must be arm wrestling. This like, is what arm wrestling is. <laughs> it's like, I like my difficult games. Don't get me wrong. Like, heck, I'm talking to Carlito now about La Mulana 2. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. We're comparing progress, which Uh-oh. I actually missed that kind of stuff. But then there's difficult games like Track and Field, where, again, you're just getting muscle spasms and you're not even quite sure if you're pulling it off or not. It's just, whoop, there goes the pain. But, uh, what was, what was, was Track and Field the power pad game? I think that was world class track meet. Yeah, yeah. But I confuse them all the okay, time no, no, too. That was track meet. Um, That's what I want to see tournament for. Is like people mm-hmm. like, but not like actually running on the power pads. Like pound. You know how you do the two hands pounding on the power pads. <laughs> That's all people. Really would, yeah, no one ran on that game proper. Once you learned that, once you realize you could just smash it with your pump. That's all everybody did. That's what I'm saying though. If like a game's done quick, man, I want to see like a, like a, a bracket of like. <laughs> 16 people competing with that. No, no, I want to see someone like come out with like a specially made DDR like stage <laughs> just for track and field. I'd yes. laugh. That would be amazing. The yes. only way you can beat cheetah is by cheating. Rob, you get it. That might be something we should, because I'm going to have a stream set up downstairs for a marathon I'm running. So maybe I'll, a DDR marathon that I'm running. So maybe we should do that and like hook up track and field to it. Oh, that would be a trip. Especially because I've gotten a lot better at those games now. Yeah, actually, I yeah, mean, Rob would yeah. still kill me, but I'm, compared to how I was. <laughs> That's why I'm in my gym clothes as I played before you came. <laughs> Actually, I might. I'm not gonna lie. I might be sneaking over here every once in a while for that. I know. I I, I miss that arcade so much. It's if only if I, I had my ceiling was taller in my basement. I wish I was a baller. It didn't stop me from <laughs> basketball. I, mean, I wish I on. was a little bit smaller. I wish I could <laughs> hang out at my friend Rob's house. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Pernell, what's your track? All right. So for the bonus round. My b- 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 bonus blound. Any any time, Pernell. Right, I'm getting Come on, there. Here we go. Uh, come on. We're all ready for you. Okay. It, subject to change. <laughs> <laughs> this comes from a game that I've actually liked a lot, and I don't think it's all enough love. And that is the game Super Princess Peach. Yes. For the Nintendo I DS. I almost chose from this game. Today. Really? Yeah, because I remember I, um, I borrowed it from you, and then we bought it because it was so good. It's a fantastic game. I, th- I joke about it on occasion, but ultimately it's just a quality product. It's a cool game. Yeah. This is a remix called To the Boss 1. And it's composed by composer, remixer, huge, with a J, Box 98.
Welcome back to the show. You're listening to Super Princess Peach to the Boss. One remix by Huge Box 98. It's a wonderful track with a light-hearted beat. And I'm drinking a bottled water that's sparkling, not sweet. Hey, oh, guys, what did you good. think? That was hey. good. That was very good. Thank you. Thank you. I'm here all week, folks. You should run a podcast or something, man. Yeah, man. (laughs) (laughs) Or like freestyle rap. My name's Pernell, and I'm here to say that I can't rap well, but I try anyway. (laughs) That was like, like if you're going to rap about Princess Peach, it's got to be like that. My name's Princess Peach, and I'm here to say, (laughs) wash your hands three times a day. (laughs) I saw Princess Peach, and I told her, I said... <laughs> so, um, but anyway, Princess Peach is a cool game. It's uh, have you tried this one at all, Chris? It was on the DS. Yeah, I have. I know it came like under fire in a weird way the last few years because people were mad that like she just had her emotions because she was a woman. Like there was this whole like thing oh. about people freaking out about this. I think that actually happened even when it came out. Yeah, like, I don't it maybe it was the it. start. I remember that but, being a thing? But it was like her emotions were like her powers. Like so, I thought yeah. that was a cool idea. But that it was, was awesome. that was the yeah. issue people had with it. But yeah. I agree. I thought it was cool. Oh, they, that that's was, what I remember that game for mostly is like the whole uproar caused from all these like people uh, freaking out about it. But the game itself, I played a little bit of it. And it was really cool. I, yeah, I loved the and it's super cute. And, and the funny yeah. thing about it is that it goes against the usual Pernell code. Being that it was designed to be pretty easy, it was, yeah. just for a fun yeah. flow, and I loved it. Well, I locked everything. The um the emotion that you could pick for, I think for love was just like it would give you extra life, and it made the game like like really simple. Like you couldn't die, or like I mean, I mean, honestly, the game wasn't that hard to begin with. Is but, that what her um her ultimate from like Smash Brothers was like when oh. she like puts everyone? To, I think she puts everyone to sleep, and then like all the apples fall down. That like yes, health. peaches. It's all peaches. And the peaches yeah. heal her, and she knocks everybody out unconscious, so you can like do like a quick smash. That might be on from. Her. It's been a long time since I've played it, um, but, but I've I, always wondered what they got that. From. I remember you gave me the game where you told me about the game, and you said, "Don't use this power if you want to challenge." And I was like, "Got it." <laughs> and it's true. Like as long as you ignore this one button in the game, um, it'll be fine. I'd like right, to so see a my, sequel. Oh, I would too. I that would, would be buy really it in cool. a heartbeat. Yeah, I think it would do. I think it would do really well on the Switch. Except Even if, it needs yeah. to be called Super Princess Daisy. And be a better game because Amen. Because Daisy Baby. Yeah. Days I'm of, with you. Days of Baby. Right. Solidarity. <laughs> so uh my track comes from the game Luigi's Mansion. Oh, yes. speaking of Super Daisy. Yeah, Luigi's Luigi's gotta get his uh, his own game. Um this is a really, really heavy EDM track oh, from cool. uh the Pegboard Nerds. I've been listening to a lot of their music on um on on, on my version of DDR and they, I think they had some music on um just 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 shapes and beats. So I, like I got really shapes. into that. Um, so yeah, this is uh, the theme track from Luigi's Mansion from Pegboard Nerds.
Mario. Uh, Luigi's Mansion from uh, the Pegboard Nerds, and yeah, some heavy, heavy stuff. But I love, it's I love intense. like it's yeah, it's intense, but it's got like that the kind of cool like haunted Luigi's Mansion like yeah, music. I, thought I heard like a ghostly laugh in there. Yeah, there's a little something. There's a Mario's in there somewhere. <laughs> if you listen real close, you might hear Mario asking, begging, pleading for help. Yeah, Mario. The- <laughs> exactly. There he is. Mario, find my killer. <laughs> oh God! Avenge me. That would be a weird <laughs> Okay, brother. Um, I'm I love that track. I love the music oh, the, from that whole game, and I love to hear it remixed even more. Yeah, it's, again, like, I actually, I had a lot of, of, of games I wanted to choose from for this episode, because there so, there's so many good ones, you know? Yeah, it was tough. I like the premise of mm. Guy Dengue. Like, I almost picked from Lunar Magical School, but I'm actually not quite sure if that counts as a spinoff. Mm. Yeah, spinoff. Well, for more information on the bonus round part of our show, you can go to rhythmandpixels.com. We'll have links to Bandcamps and SoundClouds and, and Spotify links everywhere where you can get the music and support the artists. But now for something completely different. I can't beat this. Oh no! Dear Fire Fire, please send it out. Think that if I didn't 
I want to thank you for joining us on Rhythm and Pixels video game music podcast. This has been episode 22-3, Gaiden Games with Chris Baines. Definitely a good time episode there. It was wonderful having you on, friend. And that track was from the band 14-Year-Old Girls. Yes, which Rob is seriously freaking out about. <laughs> no, here. I'm just a joke. Don't, I know don't search too hard <laughs> for that one. <laughs> um, but I mean, we talked about that ages ago. I remember we, it took us a while to find it. And I was like, oh, I've heard this before. I uh, probably played it for you back in like the early 2000s. Yeah, but, but now, we're, now we're listening to more <laughs> hardcore uprising. This is the, the stealth music from uh, Stage 5, which Man, is really cool. God, I love this mm. game. Yeah, you were talking about yeah. doing a Dice Gacy Watery episode sometime in the future. I'll be back. Chris will be there for that. Yeah, totally. Amen. That sounds good. I think the first game I heard of his was probably Guilty Gear X2. And yeah, then me too. And then it was yeah. just like, anytime I can get his ear, yeah. his music in my ears, mm-hmm. I'm in. And you start making those connections of like, yeah, you hear stuff like from Hardcore Uprising, and you're like, oh, those sound like similar. And you're like, yeah. He has a style, man. It is 100% his style yeah, for sure. I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so... Um, Chris, do you have how? Where can people find your music and um, also the X Hunters? Like, where can they find stuff on the X Hunters? Uh, if you go to, oh God, man, I, I, I couldn't even tell you the name of the band camp. <laughs> I'm, I'm so new to the band. But if you just search for um, X Hunters, X Hunters, um, or the X Hunters, uh, you should be able to find like their Facebook and everything. Um, you can find me, uh, Chris Baines Music, on Facebook. Uh, or chrisbainesmusic.com or just Chris Baines on YouTube. Or I haven't really done a lot of like covers lately, mm-hmm. but um, there's a bunch of good stuff on there. If oh, you wanna yeah, the stuff that you have out, out there is, is really cool. I, I still love the one you did for Jaws. The, uh, the, oh, yeah. I love I, that's the on Jaws, my workout playlist, too. <laughs> the Jaws medley is so much fun to listen to. Oh, man, LJN, man. They had some <laughs> weird games, but they had Nightmare some on Elm music. Street. That game has some great music. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. They had some 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 bangers. Um, and if you'd like to get in contact with the us, the podcast, the can, us, the us, yeah. us, the, the us potato chips, uh, send us an, send send us an email, rhythmandpixels at <laughs> hotmail Or if you'd like more information about the show, full track listings from all the episodes, and access to all of the episodes, go to the website rhythmandpixels.com. And you can find us on Facebook and SoundCloud and Bandcamp. Not Bandcamp, but... Bandcamp. Not even SoundCloud. You can, Bandcamp. Um, Bandcamp. I, I, I'm getting everything mixed up. You can find us on all the um, all the social media sites. It's uh, Rhythm and Pixels, all one word. My headphones are acting funky. And spelled fun- out. Funky again. What's up? And spelled out. It's all spelled out. In one it's word. Spelled out, yeah. It's all spelled out. What are you doing, Robert? <laughs> what am I talking about again? <laughs> Strappleberries, grape <or> melons. <laughs> Um, yeah, so check that out there. Go to youtube.com slash Rhythm and Pixels. Uh, we have a 24-7 uh, uh, radio station of 8-bit and 16-bit classics. And if you'd like to support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash Rhythm and Pixels. You get access to um, uh, prequel episodes every week, and you get access to a live-streamed episode of us recording an episode every month, and that's happening um, tomorrow night, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, should be happening tomorrow night. And the topic is Lucky Games. Lucky jams. Oh, lucky jams. Lucky jams. Lucky jams. So your luckiest jam. Let us Marmalade, know what, blueberry, let, <laughs> strappleberry. It doesn't matter. Just let us know what it is. Just let us know. So we can use it on our next sandwich. And we also like to thank all of our Patreon members at the end of every episode. Uh, that Nick Walker, Mike Myers, Johan Perez, a new Patreon member, Harold Howard. Thank you. 
uh, Dave Taylor, Reinhardt Selkova, Andreas Melberg, Dan Loughton, Phantom Jest, Steve Miller, The Autistic Gamer 89, Cameron Worma, Christopher Shenstrom, Bobby Arson from One Up Funk, uh, Wicked Sephiroth, Carlos from the Heroes 3 podcast. Get on that La Milana, buddy. Get on it. Uh, Michael Bridgewater from the Forever Sound Version podcast. Brian Pitt, Buttsbow, Hammock. Hammock! From KVGM, The Last Wave, a very chill, chill game music, video game music podcast. Um, Bruce Irons from The Mad Gear, Ed Wilson from the VG Embassy, Alexander Proudfoot, Davy Cakes, The Dude, Das Dude, dude, The the Last Weekend, Bedroth, Kitsurito, Solo Sanctuary, Mix Six, Master, Damian Beckles, Joe Vassalo, Okay, Impala, Chris Murray, Chris Steenerson, Alex the Messenger, Messenger, patron saint of all VGM podcasts, and host of The Messenger Presents A VGM Journey, and David Smith. Thank you all very much for your continued support of our show. Wonderful. You guys, are, you guys are very popular. There's a lot of names here. Um, They're all good people. They're, we're going to have to like, we're going to have to cull the list. So half of you, it's going to be a battle royale. Half of you kill the other half. I don't care who. No, half of you pie the other half. <laughs> oh, you eat the other half. <laughs> oh, whoa. Getting grizzly there, Rob. <laughs> or maybe they get married and we just call them like Mr. and Mrs. Phantom Jest, Mr. and Mrs. <laughs> no, how about we stack them all on top of each other and give them a trench coat? Oh. And we can just call them Mr.-ish awesome. X. No, Mr. I, X. No, I will continue to say all of your names very clearly and in a, in a great way on every episode. <laughs> but thank you all very much for your support of our show. Um, next week, it is Lucky Games. Lucky Jams. Lucky Jams. Oh, my God. It's a sandwich. I'm having a hard time tonight. So anyway, <laughs> thanks thanks for listening to the show. Chris, thanks again for coming on and taking the time out. Thanks for having me. wonderful, buddy. All right. And uh, we're Rhythm and Pixels. My name's Rob. And I'm Pernell. Have a good night. And remember, well, not going to miss words on this one. We got an interesting period coming up ahead of all of this. Be a bit of a while. Get a bit of time. Who knows how long it's going to be. But here's an interesting thing. That's the bad part. good part, in its own weird way, is that the world needs a lot more positivity and upbeat inspirations and thoughts injected into it, more so than usual. And we've all spent a lot of our time playing... Don't you do that! (laughs) We've spent a lot of our time playing tons of video games where we play the hero, doing hero-esque things. We've all read books and stories where we read about people Mm. doing amazing, heroic things. But now we're living in a time where you can be a hero. And really, you don't even have to do anything crazy. You don't have to jump across rooftops and eat bombs or anything stupid like that. Just be a good person. Mm -hmm. Just put positivity in the world. Do your part to get this thing under wraps in good time. And then aside from that, just be a good person. You got any seniors in your neighborhood? Look out for them, you know, because sometimes they don't have anybody else. You know? Yeah. Don't go out there and hoard food when people need it. Yeah. Yeah. Be good. Now, at the same time, though, if you manage to find a really cool horn catch, unicorns preferred, those are a delicacy. Yeah. Get, Especially when you're ground up and sprinkled on top of a delicious pot roast. Be good to each other. Kill them unicorns. Don't kill the unicorns. The horns have to already have been harvested. Don't kill. I don't. I don't support killing unicorns. Don't support the unicorn um, industry. I, you're right. Let's not support that industry. <laughs> Unicorn unicorns should run free and wild and majestically beautiful. You know, beautiful I could talk beast. about this all night. Unicorn baby. <laughs>